you want to rehearse the no how to do it <clears throat> no just try it live in the garden <laughs> la, 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 la. I don't I can't do it I'm not a robot oh no that was actually me trying oh live from the garden live from the garden we <laughs> you're like tongue twisting yourself la, 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 live from the garden live from your local Walmart <laughs> okay no that's not where we record alright cue the intro <laughs> Hi, welcome to Chess Talk, where we play chess I and talk. I can never tell what's like the intro and what isn't anymore. Do you want to redo it? No, that's fine. Right, I'm just... Welcome to Chess Talk, where we play chess and talk. That's it. I'm Eddie. I'm blindsided. <laughs> <laughs> Two weeks in a row. <laughs> we are uh, live from my bedroom. Well, not, not live from my AKA bedroom. AKA Ticketron. <laughs> AKA, like, okay, I know that. Um, AKA, okay. <laughs> we got a lot of stuff to talk about today on Chess Talk, but first, uh, we have, to my left, Cody's right. Brittany. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, enthusiastic as always. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, we also have Carlos. The resident Mexican. Hey. What? <laughs> Did you forget that? And surprisingly, he doesn't have 7 Eleven today. He actually has a. Uh, go ahead, tell him, Carlos, what do you have today? Wendy's. <laughs> this episode brought to you by Wendy's. <laughs> no, nope. it's, nope. it's not brought to you by anything over here. Um, yeah. Yeah, so we got a lot to talk about today. Um, but before we get into it, we're going to choose our chess colors first. Well, yeah, the score last week, I finally ended your seven-week reign. Yeah, I feel like the, I feel like the Cowboys when they... Mm-hmm. <laughs> they lost. Um, <laughs> yeah. 73 to 63 to 3 is now the score. Okay. And what color are you? I am Auburn. I am Oxford Blue. Whoa, two colors that start with awe. Okay. <laughs> I like that. Aww, I like that. crap. Okay. Right, I, thought, I thought you were genuinely like ex- ex- no. genuinely excited. Is she ever? No. <laughs> <laughs> off he understands. Unless there's a dog in the room. What? Where? Where's the dog? Where? Don't lie to her like that. Yeah, don't get my hopes up. <laughs> it's okay. Welcome to my world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Auburn clearly goes first. Freaking always. Uh, always. I don't like what you're trying to do. I'm stopping it. It's a theme. It's called odd dog. What have you been doing this week? Um, <laughs> well, just transitioning into this new year, um, new you, new me, it's only been two days. <laughs> I mean, so, it's been four days. Well, when you guys are here, four <laughs> days, but it's been two days for us, because <laughs> we're in the past. But, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been good so far. Um, went to the movies, started watching some shows, um, just really, I've actually started saying no to some things. Oh, wow. Yeah, nice. it's, and it feels really good. <laughs> like, Staying I, home? Like, no, today, like, for example, like, we're... You know, we're going to start recording at 6 p.m. I was on my way home from work, and I got a call from one of the promoters saying, hey, I need to go pick up my tickets for this show I have coming up. And I was like, oh, well, can I do, like, around 5 o'clock? He's like, actually, I'm going to be there at 5.30. And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. And uh, it's too no, simple. I'm rescheduled until tomorrow, so I'm, like, not doing anything tomorrow. But I don't know, just, like, because normally 2016 Eddie would have been, like, yeah. I'll make it work. I'll make it work, yeah. And I'm like, nah. I'm like, no, dude, I'm good. I'm not. Yeah, so. With a I'm cracky like, voice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. And I was just like, buff man, Eddie, 2017. No. <laughs> I'm a more like... You got your anchor arms this year. <laughs> yeah, I came in hairy. <laughs> what about you, man? What have you been up to this past week? Hold on, like, Brittany's showing us a meme. 
You don't have to keep that in. No, you don't want to keep that in. No. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what is that from? A newspaper. Can you read that to the podcast? <laughs> you, no. Carlos, do you want to read it? Uh, my two Wait, hold on, hold on. Explain <laughs> what it is before you start reading it. It's um, a clip from a newspaper article. Uh, so this is Carlos It's most likely something. The Sun, a British uh, wow. newspaper. Tabloid? Tabloid, yeah, more accurate. <laughs> yep. My 2016 resolution was no more blowjobs, but half past midnight, I had a cock in my mouth. <laughs> I just Classic like the picture Carlos. of the girl. <laughs> Yeah. In this article, it's pretty bad. You'll have to send that to me so I can link it. Okay. So people can actually see. So while see Brittany it. is okay. uh, meme checking instead of fact checking, uh, we're, <laughs> we're going to get Well, yeah, I've been um, oh jeez, I've been <laughs> recovering. As hopefully yeah. you can hear, I do not sound as phlegmy. Less coughs. Let the past couple days have been pretty bad actually, but today I feel better. Yeah, as my phlegm went down, I felt like my coughing went way up, so it is pretty annoying. That's why I just get rid of the rest of it. Yeah, but I've been playing games with Carlos, which is fun, and I've been going to the gym more because I'm recovering. Because New Year, New You. And because I'm preparing for my first ever Spartan race. Oh my god. Yeah, where's Roman with the air horn? I know, Roman's not here. He'll be back next week. Yeah, finally, after years of talking about doing the Spartan race, I finally succumbed and signed up, so I'm very proud of you. Doing my first Brantley. You and and Brittany, right? Brantley. Over here. Brittany, how do you feel about that? She's really annoying. You guys are doing the Spartan Sprint, right? Yes. That's easy. three to five miles. Around easy, baby. Real fast. We bought the Groupon. Do you have to do anything <clears throat> else? Do you have to go on to you the know, Spartan website I, and I, like... I've, I've done a Groupon once. I forgot. Mm-hmm. So when I do buy it, I'll let you know. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And I'll I was... This week. So this is my first time ever using Groupon. I got an extra <clears throat> 25% off. So I got it for only 44 bucks. Yo. I was like almost half off. That's perfect. <laughs> Dude, heck yeah, man. Um, yeah, that's, I'm excited. Um, that's, I'm, I'm excited March. to get it done. Yeah, yeah. it's March nineteenth. Oh. It's a Sunday, nine fifteen a.m. Yeah, can't wait. <laughs> Brittany, what, what's going through your head right now? I mean, have you ever done? Oh, I just need to request race? the day off. Misery, that's what I thought. Torture. <laughs> have you ever done like a five k or like obstacle? No, race? I've never done a five k. Where you getting? I've never done know. anything. I typically don't run, it's and I was going to ask you after the mm-hmm. podcast, like, what are good shoes? Because I have really bad ankles. That's great because I actually have to go shoe shopping. Too. Yeah, because I, I usually recycle my running shoes like after two races. Yeah, yeah. Because um, like they get worn and torn <coughs> so yeah. easily, and plus I also use them like mm-hmm. for work. Yeah, because <laughs> I want to get little. new shoes like soon mm-hmm. so I can break them in. So by the time I get to the sprint, they'll be like. Yeah, I mean, if you get them, like, even a few mm. weeks before, that's perfect. Because I wanted to get some new shoes and, like, compression socks. Yeah. Because, like, if I run for maybe 30 seconds, my ankles just start, like, pulsating. Yeah, you gotta get something that's gonna be comfortable for you, and it's gonna be, it's mm. gonna work well for you. Because I wanna start going on the treadmill and, like, running outside my house. Yeah, yeah. Because I need to get my stamina up. Yeah, exactly. Well, and that's the first thing, like, get your stamina up, do endurance, like, anything that's gonna help your cardio, because um, yeah. that's, that'll knock out so much out of the race yeah. for you. Just yeah. being able to And then survive. after that, then you worry about obstacle by obstacle. I feel like I'm good at climbing and stuff like that. Yeah, Does that help good. at all? Yeah, yeah absolutely. That's yeah, the only thing I got. There's like walls. Yeah, walls you got to climb up. I'm good yeah. at climbing. Like, I'd also recommend just doing like strength training for your legs. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it, it, cardio is like 70% of what you need to like run faster, but you also need to just like make sure your leg muscles are yeah. able to keep up with like... Your lungs. Yeah. Because, like, you can, if your lungs can handle it, but your thighs start, like, cramping up, like, what's the point? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was g- probably going to do, like, 5 by 5 something like day. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. that's the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. And then I started doing, I don't know if you guys know what it looks like, the assisted pull-up machine at the LVAC. Mm-hmm. Man, 
that's hard. <laughs> I, I can't remember the last time I did pull-ups, and I'm, like, struggling to pull myself off. Yeah. Those are fun. For me, like, the biggest two things, like, are always, like, cardio and, like, you know, upper body strength. Mm-hmm. Because you do require, it does require you to pull yourself up quite a bit throughout the race. But, I mean, if you can't do an obstacle, luckily they have the opt-out the burpees. option, which is burpees. But when after you do your first three set of burpees, you understand why doing the obstacle is much better. Yeah. What burpees. is that? Burpees, it's, like, where you stand up. Don't you like squat? You like you jump up like almost like a jumpy jack. Yeah, and then, yeah. You, and then squat. you do a push up. Yeah, you go. And your chest has to get to jumping the ground. jack down to a push up, and, and you got to do that thirty times. Thirty times, <laughs> honestly, like by fifteen, <laughs> like you're already winded. Yeah, it's bad. So, so like it's that's your punishment for not doing obstacles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is a punishment. <laughs> I will be at the back with Ashley yeah. walking and trying our best. I want to keep up with you, but I know you're gonna like no, go well past me. I, I already talked to Ashley about this too. Like I've already done like six races, and like each race where I've like de- I've determined myself like. I want to do better than last time I've done. So I've already, like, proved to myself that, like, I can do it. So Good. what I want to do, like, for these next races, too, like, I just want to hang out and, like, you know, race and try to beat obstacles that are a big challenge to me, but also help everyone else out, too. Yeah. That, especially first-timers, because, like, I didn't have that, and it was sucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, like, I, I, I want to like, stick with Brittany, too, for sure. Yeah, no, like, I'm Yeah, I'm going to try my best, but I, already, like, already decided I want to hang no, out with I mean, Ashley. I'm, I'm on down, like, to hang out with you guys, like, more than, yeah. like, I'm more yeah. than down, because, like, I, I, it's not even a race for me anymore, mm-hmm. it's just, like, finishing. <clears> That's the goal. Yeah. <laughs> it's just something... <laughs> it's just a walk in the park. I wish there was a walk in the park. Yeah. God dang. But Brittany and I, like, we already got, like, this week planned out for gym and stuff, so... Yeah. And, I, like, I told her, like, I want to do, like, the pull-ups every single day, because it's probably the best upper body workout you can do. Because it gets your chest, your well, back, and your triceps. Hanging, yeah. Because that helps your finger strength, which is yeah. super important. And then if you can get, like, the little rope things, you, mm-hmm. like, sling it over a bar, hang on to that, mm-hmm. get your uh, arm and grip strength uh, yeah. know, corrected to that as well. Yeah. Because there's a lot of ropes, too, like, that you have to, like, either prop yourself up on or pull mm-hmm. yourself up on or actually climb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. And and once you get, like, cardio down to a comfortable pace, like, just start looking at videos of, like, mm-hmm. obstacles and whatnot. And mm-hmm. then if you see an obstacle that's, like, what the hell is that? Yeah. Study that obstacle. Like, just look well, into did you move one. this night? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Then I get, I get move. Sorry. Yeah, so I'm excited for you guys. It's going to be yeah. a lot of fun. Like I said, just finish. That's all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hope, all I got to do is finish. I hope I can continue to do them. I don't know if I'll ever do the trifecta, because that's a lot, and it's costly. But <laughs> it'll be nice to finally get doing something, because it'll really help me kickstart. It's just a really shape. nice accomplishment. And then mm-hmm. especially like when you get your medal on... Just saying that I finished Spartan race, like, that's, that's a lot. I am Spartan. I am Spartan. <laughs> and while I was at the gym, I discovered that the Run the Jewels album is actually really good workout music. Oh, yeah. Especially <laughs> the, the first few tracks, I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> breaking the machines and stuff. Is that a transition? Mm-hmm. All right. Transition. Um, <laughs> have you given this album a listen? Did you like it? Did you hate it? Let me know in the comments. What would you rate it? <laughs> Sorry, Anthony Fantano, the internet excuses his music here. Um, <coughs> Anthony Fantolino. I actually tried to avoid uh, watching his review on this album. Um, it's weird, because it's not a typical review. He did it with another person, okay. and so his review is more just like a listen-through, yeah. and it's him and the other person on like a Skype call, just like discussing it. Oh, is it that podcast thing that he does? No, it's not, it's not a podcast thing. It's like a review, and it's just very casual, and then in... The description, he has his, like, rating and his um, likes and dislikes. Interesting. So, I didn't watch all of it because I didn't really... Because it was annoying to me because it was a video so you could see him, but his video is desynced with his audio. Yeah. Uh, was, like, that's, like, a killer for me. I'm yeah. like, I can't I can't yeah, watch this. I'm sorry. Important. But he gave it an 8. Oh, very eight cool. I didn't want to watch it just because I didn't want it, whatever he said about it to influence me because this is my first yeah. time actually listening to Run the Jewels. Yeah. 
Um, but this is their third studio length album. Yes. Um, which actually released three weeks early. It's not their physical release isn't until the thirteenth of January. Yeah. So I would say it's still not out yet because the physical isn't out yet. But it's just digital download. They gave everyone like a Christmas present. That's yeah. cool. No. Yeah, yeah, was, here's the album. Christmas Eve, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like an hour before Christmas or something <laughs> like that. They just tweeted out like, "Here's the album." Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah. this is like I've never listened to I them like the completely video. ever, but um. I mean, I've heard, like, the, you know, the popular tracks off right. the, the second album, which mm-hmm. is, like, their critically acclaimed, like, best one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I If I had to go before this album came out, I'd say I like the first one better than the second one. Okay. Like, the second one definitely got me into it, because that's how I heard about them. Yeah. And then I waited to listen to the first one. Yeah. And when I did, I was like, oh, never mind. What's up? Because <laughs> I feel like with the second one, there's a lot of tracks I really, really love. Yeah. And then there's some other tracks where I'm like, I don't care for this at all. Yeah. Whereas the first one, it's way more consistently like... Consistently good. Consistently good. And then with this third one, it's like every song. I'm like, Definitely. I'm down with this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this one was really exciting. Um, <laughs> my first initial thought going into it, and I will repeat this quite a bit, but after not really listening to Run the Jewels too much, I'm like, <laughs> Killer Mike sounds like uh, Ice Cube. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you mentioning that so much, and so when I'm listening to him, I'm like ah, Ice Cube, but um, the other guy LP, ELP, ELP, ELP. Okay, yeah. I didn't know if it was L or EL. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I mean they're they're pretty dope. Uh, this third album is very exciting from front to back. I would say um, I love the first half more than I love the second half, but even the second half is still consistently good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I feel like the first half is definitely a lot like. It shines more, more energetic, yeah. But the second one, it's still good. It's just chill, yeah. And yeah. it's it's really... it, de- it definitely has like it kind of <laughs> it slow downs the right phrase, but mm-hmm. um, no, I mean I think there's a lot more uh, shining gems in the first half of the album. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I can already tell you, I'm some notes there. Um, I listen to the album a few times, mainly in my car going to work. Is how I've been yeah. listening to it. But um, I listen to it in the car at the gym, playing mm-hmm. games. It's just no, it's good. I mean, it's good there. passive music. I had it on right now when you guys came over, mm-hmm. just to kind of keep it, you know, fresh in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, but my, I have a few favorite tracks that I like to name off. In Legend Has It, yeah, okay. Altigatron, and Panther Like a Panther. Um, dude, <laughs> my favorite by far is Legend Has It, just because that song bumps. Like, yeah, it's a <laughs> the beat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love. I love the I'm ending eating. where like it slows down and then it's just the instruments and then Killer Mike jumps back on it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, when he gets into it, he sounds so much like Ice Cube. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> he says like a line about like murderous, like something mm-hmm. like that, and like that's like <laughs> without matter. Yeah, he just sounds like Ice Cube angry. Like it's so funny. But um, I really love and adore the the instrumental, like the beats. And I didn't know the until recently band. that ELP is the one that makes the beats. Yeah, he's a producer. And um, one of the main producers. On the first album, Killer Mike has a line about it. And he said, producer gave me a beat, said it's the beat of the year. I said, ELP didn't do it, so get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, this album definitely cements that. It's like, ELP is, like, that's on some other level with these beats. It's, it's insane. really cool. And then, honestly, it's just a playground for <clears throat> him and Killer Mike to just mm-hmm. go. And that's why, I like, Legend has it so much, because you can hear how much fun they're having with mm-hmm. it. You can hear, like, it, it's such a pump you up yeah. song, you know? Well, ELP even mentioned that in another song where he said he made this album, or band, not thinking it was going to be anything. He right. thought he was just going to make the one album, get a bunch of cash and get out, but now yeah. it's gotten bigger, yeah. and him and Mike just have so much fun with it. Well, and I heard that they got together, too, because they were, like, toured together separately. Mm-hmm. Um, like on yeah, apparently acts. ELP is, like, really big outside Yeah, of so when they formed, it was, like, their own super group, too. Yeah. And I think it's so, I think it's so cool. It's but, easily my favorite rap group out there yeah. right now. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> the one band that Brittany showed me. Brittany, yeah, tell us about that. How'd you find out about Run the Jewels? 
Was okay. it like Discovery Weekly Nikki. or something? Oh, Nikki showed oh, you? Nikki. Nikki showed me Run the Jewels. Oh, we should That's not too surprising. Yeah. yeah, we should. That'd be fun. Yeah. I'm I sure she'd be pretty well. vulgar. Oh, she'd be wonderful to have. Sorry, I'm sure you've noticed no. I really didn't put in beeps. Oh, yeah, she showed me You're growing which up. song. Wait, no. Was it Leo? It was Kent. Oh. Kent, I asked oh. Kent for like suggestions because I wanted to listen to more rap. And he suggested and he run the, the jewels. Best one. <laughs> yeah, he good. suggested run the jewels and like Jay Dilla, mm-hmm. um, well, a bunch of random people, but it was really good. And then Nikki, you sent me some other songs because she started listening to them too. Nice. Yeah. What about you, Carlos? How'd you hear them? Uh, how did I hear about them? Oh, uh, <coughs> Adult Swim. Oh yeah. Oh, was uh, it's because the they were part of like their singles week. One of the creators or producers that worked in Cartoon Network introduced ELP to Killer Mike. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. That's and that's, cool. how, they, and that's yeah. how they kind of got and the connection with Adult Swim. Yeah, because I think Legend Has It was mm-hmm. like a single drop by Adult Swim. Yeah, like it premiered on Adult Swim or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so that's what you heard about them. Yeah, so they were part of I think three years ago, three two years ago. They were in like their singles, like, uh, like Adult Swim will do this thing where. Uh, once a week, no, or yeah, once a week for a couple months, they'll drop like a single mm-hmm. from like an artist, and they'll just smush them all into like one compilation at the end of the year. <laughs> and I remember downloading it for like the 2011 one or 2000, no, 2000. Oh God, 2017. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, 2012 probably. Yeah, it's 2012, something like that. Oh, and I was like, oh wow, this is like. It was really cool. I like mm-hmm. this a lot. It's like, it's hype. Yeah. It's banging. And then really I just remember talking, mentioning it to my friend Vivian, and she's like, yeah, yeah I love Run the Jewels. And I was like, Yeah, okay, that's cool. that's kind of funny you mentioned her, because the reason um, I thought Run the Jewels initially was like an indie band, <laughs> because the record store day, I went with you. You and Vivian got oh, that 7-inch yeah. from them, and so I just assumed it was an indie band, because <laughs> both of you guys picked it up. Was like, oh, yeah. and I was like, I don't want to listen to that dumb thing. Because <laughs> yeah. it's like a 7-inch with their um, first <clears throat> album art on the 7-inch. Oh, yeah, like the so hand like, drawn. Yeah, so I recognized the hands and stuff, and I was like, uh, I probably won't like them. <laughs> How wrong it's, I was. It's yeah. actually funny, because that's my favorite album, and it's just a compilation of all their, like, uh, add additional songs for, like, the deluxe version, mm-hmm. and, like, a bunch of new stuff from their second album so it was like a 1.5 oh that's cool uh yeah I heard they also had a cause I mean obviously like most hip hop groups and rap groups like will usually not by them but they'll kind of help get it out there and get it released as, uh, like remix albums mm-hmm. um, and they have one called Meow the Jewels, Jewels. Mm-hmm. 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 and I have that on album so or vinyl yeah I remember you mentioned that too <laughs> Meow the Jewels so but it's usually like explain like what is it exactly it's just <laughs> remixes with like cat noises <laughs> that make up the songs <laughs> I thought it was like just straight up only cat sounds, but it's actually like other artists come together and remix it, and then oh, cat cool. sounds are like put on cat top sounds of are just it. the icing on top. Exactly, of it. yeah. And like, it, I don't know if you've seen like album art from Run the Jewels too. Like, if you open up the gatefold and stuff, it has oh, like yeah. ELP and Killer Mike like on a car with like guns and stuff. On Meow the Jewels, it's two cats oh, <laughs> with Amazing. guns and like they're looking all thug. It's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, no, I read too that the uh, like all the sales went to like charity as well. Yeah, cool. oh, that's cool. I like mm-hmm. that. That's my favorite thing about them, is just, they're really funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, all their merch online, like, if you read the descriptions of, like, the packages they sell, are just, they're so funny. They're like a $10,000 package where they come <clears throat> to your town, and they, like, are your bodyguards for a week or something like that. There's one yeah. where, like, you can pay to, like, smoke weed with them. Mm-hmm. There's one where you can get them to, like, 
attack your like high school bully or yeah, something. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, they'll come to your town and like kill your high school bully. <laughs> they had one. I think it was like ten thousand or something. Yeah, something they had, like that's that. it. Yeah, they have yeah. one for a million dollars. It's like you fund our next album and you pick what songs we are. It's like we just make songs whenever you want songs. Yeah, <laughs> they're like we don't care. Give us a million dollars and you make the band. It's so <laughs> funny just to it's, scroll through the yeah, merch they have. They're clearly like not serious about it, but yeah. like if people do it, whatever. Yeah, yeah. They're so funny. Just there to have fun. Yeah, and their Portlandia sketch yeah, to release. Idea? No, Portland did a sketch for them for oh. the Run the Duels three. I'll link it. It's pretty funny. Oh heck yeah! yeah. yeah. It's really it's, funny for this album release. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. so good. No, I yeah. like it. I, I think I am going to be buying a physical copy of it, whether it be vinyl or CD. Most likely vinyl. Um, it's thirty bucks, nice. double, um, one eighty gram gold. Oh, gold, huh? Yeah, they only ever do colored. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. perfect. Yeah, the first album is gold. Second album is like a cool turquoise, like blue thing. It's like teal. Thing. It's really yeah. pretty. And then the third album is gold as well. That's cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I'm uh, listening to it a few times. Like I, it pushed me to kind of, you know, buy my own physical copy. And if you get the deluxe, it's um, <laughs> you get the two gold, which is a regular album, mm-hmm. and then you get the instrumental version of the album, which is two one eighty gram blues. So I can rap on. Right. Yeah, you can do your own lines on the beat. Alive from the garden. I, I wouldn't care listening just to the beats of the album. I think it'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. No, it, it is like that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's cool that they know that too. Like yeah. how dope the beats are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they had um another. It was like limited to ten. I think it was two hundred dollars. But you got the regular album, the instrumental version of the album, a T-shirt, and then the test press for the album. Ooh, nice. Yeah, I was like, oh, but they're geez. gone, aren't they? Yeah. yeah, they were sold oh, out, like, uh, yeah. by the time I saw them. <laughs> <laughs> Before I even thought about it. Mm-hmm. I've never owned a test press. That'd be pretty awesome. Test pressings are, like, the holy grail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> holy grail of album. favorite albums. Vinyl yeah. collection. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, lasting thoughts? Anything else you guys want to talk about with Run the Jewels 3? There's a, a line in <clears throat> Panther, like a panther, and uh, it's it made me laugh, and I have rewinded a few times, because <laughs> I was like, what? Like, before, like, one of the beats dropped. I can't remember it, but he's talking about um, his uh, his male genitalia size and referring uh, <laughs> referring to it that as a banana. That weird. And how if someone eats it, they'll go ape. <laughs> <laughs> and I then the meat drops, and I'm like, what? <laughs> and I rewound it a couple so times. That's so funny. It's so freaking Yeah, the fact they just don't care about their mm-hmm. lyrics. I'm like, they just say what sounds good. It's, it's like, good, though. They're like a rap dance coming mm-hmm. dance to me. They were just recently like, oh, in the last track, too, um... <laughs> what? Because that's what Dance Kevin Dance does. They don't care about the lyrics. They just want it mm-hmm. to sound good, mm-hmm. and that's what Run the Jewels does. Like they have some, they have a lot. Oh my god, they put some thought into it. They, they have a lot of serious yeah. tracks, but also at the same time, mm-hmm. like Legend Hazard or something, yeah. it's, they really just well, yeah. get it out there. Tracks, but they still got your yeah. Yeah. especially Run the Jewels too. Close your eyes. Like that's a serious track. Mm-hmm. Yeah, twenty one hundred on the this very last track too. Really report to the shareholders. thing was Zach DeLaRocca on it. Yeah, yeah, no, serious. The, the last track report to the shareholders and Kill Your Masters. Yeah. Zach DeLaRocca. I was like, yeah. I heard it. I was like, is that Zach DeLaRocca? Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah. And then I saw um, a live performance of them doing like their most famous song. Uh, I forget the name of it. Um, play it was a hiding. What is it? Encounter. Close your eyes and count to... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But anyways, when they're playing it at the festival, his actor Rocco was brought out too. Mm-hmm. I was like, whoa, yeah. they're like friends. Yeah. <laughs> they do that thing together. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's cool. Um, but yeah, yeah. No, I, I really like it. It's a good album. I'm excited to see them live. If y'all yeah. are interested in hearing some pretty 
dope beats, dope beats, and <laughs> hip hop and rap. And yeah. and Brittany already decided we're gonna go. To, we're driving up to Salt Lake to see them live. I decided. Oh. We decided. I said we. You said Brittany already decided. Brittany and I. Oh. Brittany's making me go. <laughs> yeah, I'm She's making decided. him go see yeah. Runly Jewels against his will, so we can stay the night, so we don't have to worry about driving back that night. But it's, it's only twenty six bucks. That's not for bad. a ticket. Mm-hmm. When is it? Uh, February 10th. Mm-hmm. It's a Friday. Mm-hmm. Literally just have to pay for gas, ticket, food. Mm-hmm. Not bad. So, yeah, we're pretty excited. It's cool, man. You have a right to be excited. Yeah. So, so, run the jewels three. What would you rate it um, out of ten jewels? Okay. Just <laughs> You're two. the worst. Yeah, man, come on. How about, uh, how about out of ten Ticketrons? Um, <laughs> like that better. <laughs> um, I'm honestly going to rate it like a... Pretty, a nine, a very confident nine. Yeah, I was gonna say a strong nine for me. Yeah, I don't want to say strong nine because it's Anthony Fantana. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The so like confident nine. I'm like, yeah, nine. <clears throat> Brittany, I was gonna say nine too. Mm-hmm. Uh, eight banana-sized dicks. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> now you're thinking with your head. Eight inches. <laughs> He says like he says something like about it being itty bitty. He's like, nah, I got banana. <laughs> it's so funny. Probably. This won't be the podcast. I'm just gonna play just because it's so funny. Killer it's Mike just so seems like such a nice person. Yeah. Right. You know, with Bernie. Yeah, Bernie Sanders. Oh, that's funny. He was like a super Bernie supporter. So. I believe it. He took out. He took Bernie to go eat grits. Mm-hmm. Grits. Yeah, yeah, that's like the famous picture of him <laughs> sitting at a restaurant table that's talking. Funny. Yeah, I love it's it. such a weird picture. Oh, yeah, so, so that's the good album. album. Good, good, good stuff. Check it out. Check it out. Chest it out. Physical release during record. <laughs> oh, fuck off. Oh, please make that a thing, Cody. No, don't. we've said it before. It's uh, not. It's not brand new. It's a joke. Because <laughs> we're a joke. Um. So <laughs> then games, Carlos. <clears throat> yeah. So you mentioned you're uh, playing games with Carlos recently. So yeah. for our um, gift exchange, our friends miss. Friendsmas. Friendsmas Gifts Exchange uh, 2016. I <laughs> gave Cody a copy of The Forest. Yeah. It's an early forest? access, like, survival <laughs> game. Survival yeah. horror. Survival horror crafting. Yeah. That mm-hmm. whole, like, it's genre. like a realistic Minecraft, I guess is the best uh, way to put it. From what I've seen on gameplay, I actually haven't played it, but from seeing gameplay footage, yeah, that's what it seems like. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of games out there, but I feel like this one stands out amongst yeah, them. So what's, definitely, the, what's so the premise? Like, what's, like, the storyline? Uh, you, you press a new game, and then you're... <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, deep. <laughs> this is really And big. you're oh, on a airplane. <laughs> with your son. With your son, who's next to you, and, like, you can look around the airplane, and, like, there's like a magazine in front of you. And there's a bunch of stuff. Sounds like the intro of Bioshock. And like there, uh, kind of, yeah, yeah, actually. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, there's like turbulence a lot, and the windows start breaking. Like stuff starts shaking, and like you hit your head against the seat in front of you, mm. and you wake up dead. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the whole game. It's like that's it. No, twenty bucks. Get it now. <laughs> you you wake up to see like that half of the plane has been like broken off, mm-hmm. and your son is being taken away by uh natives by a native mm. that's like yeah like it, like you wake up and you're like you're blinking you can mm. clearly tell the characters out of it and you just watch this and then yeah. you wake up again and the plane's crashed and you just you're on the island everybody's dead yeah right. pretty much so yeah like there's a dead survivor. like flight attendant and like the first weapon you get is uh emergency like fire axe mm. from the back of a flight attendant mm. so you have to 
immediately, you know, survive and just like you know salvage whatever you can and then yeah. just yeah. make shelter. Yeah, make shelter. Um, and <clears throat> if you like, most people, this is what I did. If you make your camp right next to the plane, a couple hours after that, the natives will come to the plane crash and find you and typically attack you. Mm. And so it's best to, like, get everything you can from the plane crash and just leave, like, get as far away from the plane as possible. Because mm. mm. the natives are there to, like, find the survivors and kill them. So these natives are, like, they're human beings, right? Yes. yes. Some, um, most of them. Yeah. Most of them. <laughs> yeah, they're... Are well, without, like, spoiling too much, they're, they're essentially, like, cannibals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're very, like, uh, primitive... Like, they build, like, effigies and stuff, like, with bones and things like that. Yeah. So, they they seem very, like, crude and evil, but as you play the game, you can learn, like, maybe there's something more to them. Like, sure. they have a society and a culture, and there's... Like, what are they? <laughs> like, what, yeah. what, what's the point? Yeah, and there's, like, yeah. you can tell there's, like, different types of natives. Like, there's some that are a lot more civilized, and yeah. some that are, like, super, like, feral and mm. out just for themselves. Sure, yeah. So, and then Carlos and I were playing, because it has multiplayer. It's an early access game. It's been an alpha for two years or something. I'd say so. Yeah, two years, and they're pretty. Uh, I was gonna say because I heard about this a while ago. I remember talking about it a while ago. I can't remember when, but it's a pretty solid game. They just mm-hmm. like it's clearly in need of like a lot of buffering, sure, which is what they're doing. But mm-hmm. if a game is there, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, a game is definitely there. A fun one too. Mm-hmm. Like it's mm-hmm. not like other have an ending already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you can like beat the game. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, they put out updates pretty regularly, and I'm pretty sure that the developers also are in contact with fans and things like that. Just so pointers and, like, what, what do they want to see? Yeah, and letting people know, like, this is what's coming in the update. Like, get prepared for this. Be ready to start mm-hmm. testing it. But the crafting is pretty robust, and it's it gives you some idea of how to combine things, but it doesn't just flat out tell you how to combine yeah. most stuff. So that's pretty nice. And yeah. there's, like, you have to drink water, you have to eat. If you get blood on you, you have to wash it off. If you drink... If you get blood on you, you have to wash it off. Like, yeah, you have to go in a river and, like, get it off. Like, you attract the... It, um, you can get an infection from it. Oh, oh like, oh, okay. I yeah. like, a clothes, like, what? <laughs> yeah. And if you eat or you drink water, like, straight from the river, it makes you, like, sick because it's not clean. Yeah. So you have to, like, boil it and things like or that. Or collect it. So it's pretty, water. like, almost realistic as to what an actual yeah. survival situation Yeah, that's what yeah. I was going to say. It's yeah. really satisfying, too, like because that. you have to cut down trees for mm-hmm. logs yeah. in the game, and you, really you, you have to, like, chop at the tree a lot, and, and you, like, can you watch. see the progression yeah. that's being made. Yeah. Yeah. And then, depending yeah. on where you cut it, it falls a certain way. And there's something, like, really satisfying about <clears throat> just, like, <clears throat> deforesting an entire island. <laughs> I cut a tree down. <laughs> like, you look at Carlos and I's base, and just, like, from, like, a mile radius around it, it's just nothing but, like, stumps. <laughs> <laughs> And, like, you can use rocks to, like, fortify your base mm-hmm. and things like that. That's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just build a nice, like, stone wall. So, it's, um... I mean, so you guys can save the game and whatnot, come back to it, like, you know, days later. And, yeah. like, can pick off exactly where you left off. Yes. You know, building and all that. Yeah. That's cool. Like that. And yeah. how quick is, like, a day in the game, like, by the way? Like, how, like, how much time Half do you have hour? to actually salvage and build Half something? Half an hour, yeah. And you can, you can go through the night. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't punish... Well, there is, like, you have energy and stamina... And the longer you go without sleeping, like, it diminishes your max stamina, so sure. eventually you'll, like, you can barely do anything. Yeah, it'll be, like, yeah. But you can still play. Yeah. Um, Very cool. It's... 
it's fun. I already played like ten hours of it. <laughs> Most of it's with Carlos because I think it's a lot more fun. I really like it. Like yeah, if you yeah. play it by yourself, it's just getting really lonely. Yeah, you get. Is it creepy at all? Like, yes. Like, yeah. yeah. Because the natives are quiet, and mm-hmm. so you'll. The first time I saw them, I was just like building my base, mm-hmm. and then there were suddenly like screams right in my ear, and I turn around, and there's two natives like surrounding me. Oh, are you yeah. headphones? Yeah, like. <laughs> Um, surround sound headphones oh, that cancel out noise. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm just like, oh my god. <laughs> the, the first time I ever saw like natives was I was at my like I had my crappy little like tent mm-hmm. that I built for myself, made out of like leaves and sticks mm-hmm. and like a fire. And I'm looking into like the distance into the woods. There's no moon outside in the game, so it's like pitch black, other than like yeah, whatever like light is coming from my mm-hmm. fire. Yeah, and I see like the silhouette of a tree, and all of a sudden like. I see a figure just do like a sidestep mm-hmm. away from the silhouette of a tree, and oh. like just the fact that he yeah. was just blending in, looking at me mm-hmm. from that far away was creepy. Yeah, there's oh, patrols of natives, and like yeah. you can see them in the distance, just like three or four of them just walking around. Mm-hmm. And early on in the game, you just like pray that they don't start walking towards <laughs> you because otherwise, like yeah, cause you're just gonna die. Over, yeah. And if you no, if you get captured, they take you to a cave. And you wake up hanging upside down, and you can look around, and there's other, like, corpses. Oh, whoa. And, like, you have to find your axe, and you have to cut yourself down, and then you have to make your way out of the cave, where other natives are. What? Yeah, and it's, like, pitch black, and it's... Man. It's terrifying. <laughs> that's crazy. So. Yeah. So you can't die in the game? You can. You can. You can. That's only the first time you die. You get captured. Okay. If you die again, it's game over. Okay. Yeah. It's a warning. Mm-hmm. So, and then every day you survive, it progressively... More natives show More up. More natives will show up. Stronger play. natives. <laughs> like with yeah. armor and yeah. weapons. But it's it's really easy to take him out in multiplayer. Because yeah. <laughs> Cody will start like spearing one of them and pushing them back. And I'll go behind that native and start spearing them from the back. <laughs> so, yeah. And you can set up traps and stuff. classical. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, just get on all fours and push them over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Native tipping. <laughs> native tipping. Like, it's, it's so much like stressful when it's by yourself mm-hmm. because you're being surrounded by like... Sure. Three natives, but like it gives you hope when like there's someone else. You see you. somebody else like spearing the crap out of somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. And um, you can set up traps like the typical trap where like you walk um, over a rope and this huge like spike wall smacks them and kills them. Dude, there's like a noose trap where if you step on it, your foot gets caught and it slings yeah. you upside down. Um, yeah, and there's like wildlife. There's rabbits, deer. There's some. Um, <clears throat> Um, alligators are in the game. Oh, There's wow. lizards. So everything's like raccoons. You can die by almost everything. Um, yeah. Starving, well, and natives, crocodiles. Crocodiles will kill you. Yeah. All the other animals, I think, don't attack you, but you have uh, to kill them for like fur yeah, to craft things. Sure. And yeah. Meat, of course. It's a very R-rated, realistic Minecraft. Yeah. Until you like start going deeper into the caves <laughs> and you find like mutated natives. Mm. Yeah. The, oh, they're it gets super hard. Yeah. There's. <laughs> There's one that's called Armsy, not very... Armsy? Yeah. Like, well, that's what... I don't like the sound of that. Because you have a survival guy notebook, and you put notes in it and stuff, and, like, sure. you draw the natives you see, and, like, you name them. Yeah. So your character's named Armsy, and it's just, like, this six-foot-tall thing with two legs and, like, eight arms. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> and there's one called Virginia, which is, like, the opposite. It's, like, a female-looking one with two arms and, like, eight legs. And it runs at you like a spider. Oh. And it'll, like, go That's up disgusting. on, like, two legs and stomp down on you with the rest. And it can jump really high up. It's... Through playing the game, 
Carlos and I, like, we're figuring out, like, something happened on this <laughs> island that is making the natives the way they are. Sure, obviously, yeah. And I know Brittany, like, she spoiled it for herself because she's watched me play and stuff. And she knows I've been like, on the subreddit, like, constantly. Because uh, yeah. she she likes a story, and she wants me to discover it, and she, she says it's good. Mm-hmm. Like, what are your thoughts on the game, not playing it, but watching me? Yeah. I mean, I haven't li- been listening, so I don't know what you've already said. But... Basics. <laughs> it looks exciting. Like, for a game that's in alpha, it's so, like... It feels like a complete game. Like, there's some little glitches that you need to work out, but, like, so minor. Like, I'm surprised it hasn't been released officially. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Soon. I'm impressed well, by Do it. they have ideas on when they're going to be releasing it? Um, I'm not sure. It's in alpha and it's like 0.5.2. So theoretically it's halfway done. Yeah. And it's taken a couple of years. I don't know if they've added any more developers or they're gearing up to release it soon. Two years ago it was announced as being part of like the PS4 indie title lineup. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> <laughs> like, that was two years ago and that never happened. But yeah. I mean, it's, it's such a good game. It's quality. Quality. I, what I like about it is, I don't know, what bothered me about Minecraft was that, like, they have, like, all the recipes for crafting things, but this, you kind of have to, like, figure it out mm-hmm. and use, like, logic to think, yeah. okay, well, how do I make rope? <laughs> cloth, you have to find cloth. A bunch yeah. of cloth. Yeah. Like, and then... how do I make a bow and arrow? Like, you need a rope, you need some sticks, mm-hmm. you need some cloth to tie it all together. And then you need, like, tree sap to, like, hold it in place. Yeah. And like, it's just like figuring like it out on yourself. It's like a few extra steps. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. you figure it out for yourself, and it's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah, and there's you can find laptops on the island from like the plane crash, and if you break them, you can get the circuit, and you can make bombs out of it. Mm-hmm. And Carlos and I found dynamite in one of the caves. <laughs> <That's pretty smart. laughs> it's it's yeah. like I'm just surprised at how intense there is. Like you can make um, medicine from plants mm. to heal yourself and to get stamina back. So it's just they. It's as realistic as you can get. There's, like, fruit you could find, but mm-hmm. there's, like, other species of fruit that you can't eat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you have to know there's mushrooms, and, like, you can't eat that because you'll get poisoned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's... It's cool. I don't know. It's fun. I, I really enjoy it, and I can't wait to play more of it and see what happens when it's finally released. Like, it's, it's difficult for me to talk about the genre because I feel like the crafting survival horror... It, it has genre, a bad connotation, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's, like... You automatically think of, like, some cheesy game, but the forest is, like, so solid and fun. Mm-hmm. It feels like an interactive movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a step above everything else I've played, for sure. Mm-hmm. As far as, like, alpha stage games go? Alpha stage, indie games, survival games. Yeah, like, indie game. yeah, I the fact feel, that you're saying that about it and it's still in its alpha stage, like, yeah. it means mm-hmm. the potential. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm surprised that it's... Not out. Yeah. Yeah, not even in beta or anything. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, what more are they doing to this game yeah. to justify this? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know. What would you rate it, Carlos? Uh, out, man, of, out of ten effigies. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Ten burning effigies. Uh, yeah. Nine uh, burning effigies. <laughs> yeah, I would say probably nine, maybe solid eight, light nine. Today. I used to like calling it Manifest Destiny the game because <laughs> yeah. I got back in early alpha it was kind of they still needed to fix a lot of things so you could get away with a lot more mm-hmm. and I eventually built like a super fort and I would just slowly like take over their land mm-hmm. and just make sure like anytime they respawned they die instantly <laughs> Yeah, it's a pretty intense, brutal game. Like they don't, they don't stray away from being gruesome. That's good. Yeah, it's good because it's realistic. 
That's what makes it scary. To, oh, I just had the biggest yawn. Yeah. Um, cause, cause, I mean, because like having that sense of realism and like getting the player's mindset into that mm-hmm. mode, it makes it scary. How better. much have you watched of it? I mean, just like 10 minute videos here and there, mm-hmm. just playthroughs and whatnot, surviving at least a night or two. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it, I can see like the stress that goes into it when you're the player um, mm-hmm. and having to build something like that. But um, yeah, no, I mean, it's cool. It's fun. Like, I like games like that. I don't know. I think what attracts me to it the most is like, like putting myself realistically in a situation like, hey, this could potentially happen. How would I actually do? Like that simulation alone mm-hmm. like gets me hooked to a game. Yeah. Um, when it's like up way beyond like, you know, reality, like Skyrim, for example. Like mm-hmm. I love Skyrim because it's a fun game and it's a good mindless like, you know, escape. But that's keyword escape. Yeah. Like, this is more of just like, a, hey, this, this is immersion. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> exactly. That's what I said to Brittany. I was like, I can't imagine being this guy and like crashing and just immediately knowing what to do. Right. I'd it's like, like, I need to chop down these trees and make this happen. Yeah. I would just stay inside the plane. Yeah, yeah. See, eating the food. <laughs> I'd be too scared to go out. Like, mm-hmm. how far out there could I make it? Like, and how far would I know like, yeah. where to go, you know? You can go far, too, because I... Yeah, but like when you first crash, like you thinking that. No, like, I would be like, I'm not leaving. Like, yeah, and then the, where's the, the natives just... going to kill you. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where's yeah. the hatch? Let, let me make this quicker. Yeah, let me just do their job. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's, it, that's cool. I like that. It's, yeah, it's... I can't wait to play it. Um, It's only for PC, you said? Yeah. 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 Oh, I thought it was for Mac because it was on Steam. Oh, yeah, well, PC and Mac. It's on yeah. Steam. Yeah, it's on Steam and um, you can play with up to eight people. So mm, if you wow. get it, you can just join our server and start... That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I made the server named Booty Booty Rockin' Everywhere. Of course you did. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I mean, he's got a point. <laughs> What's stopping me from doing it? <laughs> so, go check out the forest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't have any options. Yeah. I hosted the game. <laughs> it's a good song. Mm-hmm. As if Carlos would be upset by that anyways. <laughs> would you? Would you be? I mean, it's not, it, it's only like, would you it only shows it? up when he invites me to yeah. the server, so. And would then, you, what would you have named it? Do you have any other servers? Like, Because it's not that important. Yeah, so, it doesn't like, matter what you name it. <laughs> but. <laughs> it's just, it's just whatever you want to name it, and then you invite them directly, so. ASDFJ. It's more ever than just having butt. Like, <laughs> not butt booty. <laughs> Classy with it. Yeah, but, but, but. <laughs> yeah, see? See? <laughs> booty, 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 rocking everywhere. Yeah. But, 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 but. What's like a, another. Jamming? Jamming here. <laughs> Jamming here. Gyrating. Gyrating. Gyrating right here. <laughs> see? Yeah, that sounds way better. But 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 gyrating right here. <laughs> terrible. Wow. Absolutely okay. terrible. Very good. Well, cool. Um, yeah, no. I'm well, excited to see how it develops. There'll be some links to it for sure. Oh, sure. If, I'm sure Carlos and I will keep playing, and if anything crazy happens, I'll be sure to mention it. But yeah, we'll do. I don't want to talk about it every week because she's like, okay, tons we'll of do trees. A, a periodic <laughs> update. Yeah. Wow. Built the house today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the neighbors Just were mad. <laughs> So, uh, you guys, a few weeks ago on the podcast, you talked about this show you, you and Brittany were watching called Black Mirror, um, which is now on Netflix, and they just released their third season this past year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, you're like super pondering. Yeah, no, I'm thinking. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> when the yeah. finger comes up. Yeah. Brittany and I, we watch every single episode now. Nice. Every season is 
pretty solid. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you finally plunged. Yeah, so I remember, like, from what you guys were saying, it's, like, just more, like, modern spin on, like, Twilight Zone. Mm-hmm. Has that anthologic feel to it. Mm-hmm. Um, For sure. But, uh, yeah, and I just like the fact that you can just honestly pick up anywhere and just go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I went ahead and skipped the first two seasons uh, just because season three is new. Solid. And there was an episode that you guys talked about that, you know, I paid attention to, um, which was a uh, episode called Playtest, yep. which will, which I'll talk about. I watched the, only the first two episodes of season three. Yep. Maybe next week I'll watch the next two, and then the week after I'll watch the last two. Mm-hmm. Sounds good to me. There's only six episodes, but um, yeah. Yeah, so the, the episodes were Nosedive and Playtest, and they're two very different episodes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So different. That, that definitely, like, if you watch those two, it shows you, like, how different each episode can be. Yeah. <laughs> and I read the description, too, on IMDb, and it says something like, uh, like you know, showing the dark side, or the, the darker side of futuristic, you know, technology, technology, yeah. stuff like that, mm-hmm. and technology, um, which I thought was interesting, and it definitely is right on just those two episodes that I've watched so far, uh, but even, like, the very first episode, Nosedive, um, it, it, you know, you guys mentioned it on the podcast a few weeks back, but it's just about, you know, it, it, it's in light of, like, Facebook and all these Yelp social media, and things like, like that. likes, mm-hmm. you know, um, Having what's, a what's your status amongst everyone else? Your status is public and it is very important in the world. <laughs> yeah, and they really take important to like the next yeah. level, like where it's like it dictates how you're going to, how your day's going to go. It dictates what jobs you can have, where you can live. Yeah, what you can do basically <laughs> yeah. as a member of society. Yeah, just yeah. a normal person. Everyone is just a part of it. They're slaves to everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's slaves to the to the social media. And like, you know, they have the, their little mini tablets, which look exactly like an iPhone, but it's yeah. really just their controller to how they interact yeah. with people, mm-hmm. you know, which technically that's what it is. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just, I like that. I like, I like how like the little details and like, it makes you just think like it just I, snowball. Effects. It's, it's sci-fi, but it is very grounded in reality. So mm-hmm. it makes it super believable oh, absolutely. because it's like, I could see this happening in 10, 15 years. That's what makes <laughs> it terrifying. Exactly. It's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing. Cause like none of these episodes have a happy ending. Well, you haven't watched Keep all watching. Them. You I haven't think, watched well, all yeah, I was going to because I don't know what's ahead of it. Yeah. But these two episodes, yeah. they're more, they are on the darker side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, what? Mm-hmm. I think the first towards. episode, Nosedive, had a little bit of a hopeful ending. Like, yeah. it was, like, bad, but like, this is, she outcome, was happy. She hit rock bottom and she was going up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was happy. And, and, and she nosedived. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. <laughs> and and not, to, like, not to spoil it too, but yeah, it's just like, yeah, like, the place where she ended up at, looks bad but I think up here in her mind mm-hmm. she was free mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is cool yeah. it was a very necessary thing for her mm-hmm. well yeah and and it was all because of the truck driver yeah. Whatever. Yeah. but um, oh, yeah. it, it stars Bryce Dallas Howard which <laughs> surprised me because I looked at her and the very first like uh, scene you see her in mm-hmm. she's like jogging and I'm like she looks like Bryce Dallas Howard, <laughs> but yeah. yeah. And then, and then she, up close, I'm like, oh my god, it is. She put on weight for the episode. I was gonna say, you know, like I saw the ep- like she yeah. did put on weight. She what did it specifically for the episode. What else has she been in? Uh, Jurassic World. She's oh, oh, yeah, she's okay. so skinny in the movie because yeah. I had never seen that movie. So yeah. Jurassic World. She's been in like some M Night yeah. movies. Yeah, I mean, she's a she's a very yeah. sk- like very petite. Yeah, yeah. So and her, I mean, you saw the episode. She's mm-hmm. a little bit, you know. It's not like big. Yeah, no, no, thicker. yeah. It was I mean, specifically for the character. It. It's yeah. cool, and I like because that. that's like part of the character. Mm-hmm. And I just like the collaboration of like all these different directors. You know, like oh, let mm-hmm. me take my spin on what mm-hmm. this you know piece is about. Mm-hmm. And I like it. It's it's it it makes it like its own short film. Yeah, that's what. Which is like so super effective. Brittany, like there was a comment in like in the season you got like six movies. Yeah, like yeah, mm-hmm. you get. What was the first? Yeah, one? Your own you get like six. a dystopian movie in the first one. You mm-hmm. get a horror, horror film in the second one. Yeah, yeah. 
I don't want to spoil the rest for sure, yeah. but like <laughs> different genres of films. Yeah, and you know, as I'm talking about this, I will probably spoil it a little bit here and there, so yeah. it's a fair warning. But mm-hmm. um, but yeah, no, it was a good episode. I mean, I just I, I like the topic, I like the theme. I mean, they did a really good job as far. And Bryce Howard did fantastic. <laughs> she, mm-hmm. I had never seen her acting like this before. Like oh, she, yeah. she, like her laughs, mm-hmm. like were. Scary. That whole scene, like at the wedding. Yeah. Oh my god! Like incredible. Mm-hmm. Like it was. She was all over the place, and it was perfect. Yeah. She did such yeah, a good. No, it's a good all episode. Actors like killed it. In, the entire season. Like there was no, mm-hmm. not one character I can look back and be like, and yeah, they were kind of. Eh. Mm-hmm. It was like everyone played the roles so convincingly. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so I thought it was really good. Um, yeah, the directors are so good because they pay attention to like the tiniest details of yeah. everything. Like. The way people are dressed, like certain aspects of what the way they look, like nothing oh. is unintentional. No, not at all. And um, so, I mean, that first episode absolutely pulled me in. Like I really, really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I was because it was it was a slow start to you, mm-hmm. um, but by, but it was so worth it though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like once you invest your time into it, oh, by the end of it, you're mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like, oh, it's over already. Yeah. Like, yeah. What happens next? And I yeah. like that. I like yeah. that they cut off. Like they they leave early, which is perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And speaking of slow start, that's definitely how I felt with the second one. Oh yeah, played because that one's yeah. an even longer episode, and it takes like twenty minutes to finally get yeah, going. I Dude, that no one idea where it was going. Movie. Yeah, it mm-hmm. felt like, and that one's directed by Dan Trattenberg, who did uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and yeah. he also did the Portal No Escape short film. Yeah, yeah. On YouTube. Um, I can definitely see that. So, yeah, yeah, Dan Trachtenberg. Yeah, because I saw his name like pop- <laughs> every episode. I feel like there's gonna be something. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. <clears throat> I feel like every the episode, episode like Bryce. has one like <clears throat> famous actor in it. You're just like, or someone you wouldn't expect to be in it, or like be a part like working in it. And yes, yeah, so the second episode I saw Dan Trackenberg's name. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. So like, no wonder I like it so much. But that's the episode that I wanted to check out so badly after you had talked about it, which mm-hmm. was the, um, you know, like, you know, augmented reality, virtual reality, like video games nowadays, and like how they can keep you know going and going yeah. and going, and probably getting to the point where it's dangerous. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. That definitely took it too. I mean, you get this guy who's a backpacker from America. Travels the entire world just to kind of escape. You reminded me of Chris. Because <laughs> he was backpacking across Europe. Uh, well, yeah. Europe and some parts of Asia, I, I mean, think. I like, the way the, I like the way it all opened up, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. like, there was hardly any dialogue in the first, mm-hmm. like, five, ten minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just piece it together. Yeah, piece it together. Like, he's, yeah. you know... By what he's doing with, like, social media and things like that. <laughs> well, which yeah, I thought at, was funny coming home. from the first episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at home, you can tell us nothing is really going too well at his house. Mm-hmm. I don't know what, though. Yeah. Um, you can tell he's into video games. He's... He's traveling, um, and he ends up in England, and uh, he, he ends up out of money. Yeah, he ran his out card of money. gets canceled or something like that. Yeah, his card is declined. And it's been a couple months since he me and I watched it. Yeah, bottom line, he needs money. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, he has this app that helps him seek out jobs, like part super part time jobs, just to get some money to get back on, yeah. on his feet. And uh, he does exactly that, and he ends up being signed up for um, as a play tester for like a like a, like, a, like a guinea pig for this new. Virtual reality thing. That it doesn't. They don't really say much about. It's very like hush hush. What they do tell them is the the company, the gaming company, and it's a big company, mm. and it's almost like a like a Konami and like Hideo exactly Kojima kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. And dude, I love like when he when his interaction with everybody mm-hmm. there when he gets to the actual company mm-hmm. um, to sign up. And uh, yeah, the owner of the company too. The, he just seems like a very nice, you know, kind mm-hmm. person. Like, oh, yeah. You know, yeah the the game company is famous for like their horror. The series and he is familiar with the games too. Yeah, he loves the games. Yeah, which is perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, and then he gets a chip inserted into the back of his neck that alters his brain, allows to give him augmented reality. Yeah, allows him to place layers on top of his reality, so it's like mm-hmm. whatever he sees, mm-hmm. it can be altered. It's like virtual reality without a headset. Basically, yeah. yeah. 
it, it well, augmented cool. reality. That's yeah. what. That's what I get so excited. That's just the technological. Yeah, that's what augmented reality is. I would say that this is the most like. <laughs> this is the most like Twilight Zone episode mm-hmm. for sure. Like mm-hmm. as far as like. Because you don't even know what ending is the true ending. As far because like there's like four different endings and it's just four Shyamalans in that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I told one of my friends that too. It's like it's like an M Night Shyamalan like mm-hmm. <laughs> directed but the horror, but good, yeah. but, but like really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved it though, and yeah, it definitely had some creepy stuff in it too. Because yeah. I mean, like once he has the once he has the gaming piece inserted to the back of his neck and he's playing the game and his test begins, um, he's told to stay in this house from one of the old horror video games that was actually modeled mm-hmm. after uh, for a whole night and just to see if he can stay and he's mm-hmm. he's such a passive doesn't really think about what he's going to say kind of guy uh, he's like yeah sure whatever blah blah and he like mm-hmm. says a bunch of dumb shit yeah. and then before you know the night just gets worse crazier and crazier mm-hmm. and, yeah did you expect the ending at all just to jump ahead dude uh, <laughs> I, the, the real ending so like I, I knew the first ending was a false ending yeah and then the second ending is happening. I was like, okay, maybe. And like that's mm-hmm. that's when I knew the episode yeah. got me. I was like, oh, I, I don't know what's yeah. happening now. Like, that, like, I don't know where it's gonna end. I had my suspicions. I I don't want to spoil it too much, but just like when he was meeting with the main game developer, the Asian guy. Yeah. I was like, something's not quite right. Mm-hmm. I was like, something happened, and um. <laughs> it reminded me of um. It had the same kind of like. <clears throat> Well, not to spoil it too much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it, it reminded me of that. Have you guys ever seen that Twilight Zone episode of um, Time at Last, where the guy uh-uh. he yeah. he doesn't like everyone, like he doesn't like anyone. He likes being alone and reading on his own. And he ends oh, up, the yeah, yeah. he like, ends up trying to like find the most quietest place to read, and it's like a bank vault or something like that. But it actually protects him from the bomb, like that they were testing, and it destroys everything. On. He gets out of the vault, and he's like, "Oh, like, finally, Time at Last to mm-hmm. read one that." Mm-hmm. He wears glasses. It falls off his face. He breaks it. Yeah. Boom. Mm-hmm. Episode's done. It's no, so sad. I finally had time. You're reminding me of this. I like, it reminded me of that. Like, I was just like, yeah. oh. Damn. I, I always like... Like a real hopeless ending. I think it's a Futurama, like, dumb little <laughs> skit about it. Like, it's that, but his glasses break, and he's like, oh, I can still read up close, and then his eyes fall out. He's like, well, at least I can read Braille, and then his hands fall off. <laughs> and he just starts screaming. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, but it's good though. I mean, those first episodes were really good. I'm excited mm-hmm. to see what else is going to happen, um, which I have no freaking clue. It just gets better and better. The, um, what is San Junipero the next one, or no, is that four? That's four. Okay. The next one is Shut Up and Dance. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that one. Yeah, that was definitely that one the one might that be the messed darkest with. Yeah, it messed with of me. This season. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. And then in San Junipero, that's not too much of a spoiler, but it's a um, Halt and Catch Fire. Um. What's, What's her name? Actress? Uh, Mackenzie Davis. She's Mackenzie. in San Junipero. Okay, cool. She's yeah. one of the main characters, and it caught me off guard because I had no idea, and I was like, oh, that's her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. She does such a good job. Yeah. Yeah, and no, I'm excited. Like, these first two episodes are going to really show me. Like, it's, like I said, I just love the collaborative effort. Mm-hmm. Like, you won't really see the same person twice as mm-hmm. much. I, I know mm-hmm. there's recurring faces throughout the series. Mm-hmm. Um, There's only been one. The, the girl from Playtest. Yeah, she it's was in a season two episode. Season one. Okay. Yes, and yeah, and you're gonna—it's not the same character. It was just the same actress. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that's the only time I can remember it happening. So oh, okay. don't get used to it. Well, yeah. I, I looked at the list, and like I know the, like there's some directors that have done multiple episodes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like Dan Trachtenberg only did this one episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the first episode, but Joe yeah. Wright. I just looked it up. Oh, who yeah. is the director of Pride and Prejudice, Atonement? Yeah, Atonement. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anna Karenina, yeah. the soloist. So strange, but I like yeah, this because I feel like. I feel like almost like this is like 
for like for those directors too, like as a, like their own playground. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like a super group of directors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> those are the best things too like, when you see stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So. Uh, show, mm-hmm. but Black Mirror, yeah, it's, it's good. It's dark. It's. Uh, it, Do you wish you had watched it in time for the Chess Awards? Um. Yeah, because Do you know, I, do you know I, if it would have competed with Stranger Things? No. Okay. <laughs> I love Stranger Things so much. Mm-hmm. So Wait till you finish the season. No, yeah. I, I mean it's great so far. Like, I like, love I'm it probably gonna rewatch it. Soon. It yeah. is one of my favorite like things I'm watching right now currently. Because um, I'm actually starting Parks and Rec from the very first episode. Because I've seen <clears throat> episodes out of place so mm-hmm. much, so I I know like what happens, but yeah. I just don't know how it happens. So I started from season one. I burned oh. through it in a day. Mm-hmm. I'm on only season six episodes. Yeah, it's funny you mention that because I just started watching Parks and Rec as well. Oh, did you? Because you can download <laughs> it on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. And I'm almost done with season five. Oh God, dang! You're like yeah. right ahead. All right, I'm yeah. only like it's, a couple episodes into season two. It's actually surprisingly funny. Like yeah. I, I was, I because I've only heard like meh things about it, but I'm watching it. and I'm like, it's funny. It's, it's hilarious. It's, I, it's obviously going to be compared to The Office, but of I course. think it's better than The Office. I do too. Yeah, it's. Nice. I haven't gotten to that point where I can say yeah. that. Mm-hmm. I still think the, the first season is probably the weakest because yeah. they're obviously trying to build build the one yeah. the characters. But as them. as you get the character development and like you get the reoccurring jokes and yeah. like the subtle dumb things that they keep saying it. Yeah. I think it all adds together to be a super funny comedy, and that's good. Why do you know why it ended? Just because it's seven seasons, pretty good. Yeah, I think yeah. when it ended was the right time, and they did it so mm-hmm. well. Like it wasn't like The Office where they like, kept beating a dead horse, yeah. and like they really just needed yeah. to end it. Like mm-hmm. it they ended did it on good terms. Yeah, like because like, like there isn't a bad season to Parks and Rec. You think? No, well, it's, really. I think it holds yeah. up. Like the last season was weird and different, but mm-hmm. like. I think it still was yeah. great. They had a lot of, like, reasons to just end it mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Also because, like, one of the main writers died. Died? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, jeez. I don't know about Can that. Can fact check that? <laughs> he, he plays one of the um, animal shelter guys. Oh, animal right. control guys? Yeah. Oh, okay. Which are, end up being, like, one of my favorite reoccurring characters. Yeah, Colton Dunn is one of them. Because they're He's so, like... Funny. Not good at their job. Yeah, that's like the entire show is like people that aren't good at their job. Like Ron Swanson's character is probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. Dude, Ron Swanson's character, or Nick Offerman's character. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Oh, Ron Swanson. Yeah, I mean they're the same person. Freaking, uh, I mean, you don't get to see him too much in season one from what I've seen, but I know like just whenever he is in a, like a little clip or a scene, oh, mm-hmm. so it, it's it's beautiful. Yeah. And dude, Tom Tom Haverford, like, mm-hmm. as he's he's my favorite character so far right now, other than Ron Swanson, because like. He's just so freaking goofy and yeah. silly and dumb and like when he's like challenging Ron to like a Scrabble, mm-hmm. like, yeah. <laughs> like he, he's just quick and witty. His remarks yeah. are so funny. They like stick with there. Uh, there are a lot of storylines of Tom's that I think you're gonna love. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> Have you met John Raphael yet? No, no, but <laughs> yeah. I know he is because he reminds me of Stranger Things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. He's so yeah, good. he's man. He's such a hard to like character. Really? <laughs> he's just he's like Tom, but turned to like eleven. I don't like, um, <laughs> who is it? Uh, the, Leslie's like love interest in the first Mark. season. Mark. Yeah. God, man, he's such a sleazebag. Like, I mean, he does, he's so, he does it so well. But spoilers, he's not around after season two. So. I kind of figured he And he, he gets better during season two. That's yeah. totally fine. Yeah. Like, I can see like the, the heart mm-hmm. in him, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be so like, much better when Ben shows up. Oh, Adam dude. Scott. Oh. Scott's character. Mm-hmm. He showed up a lot quicker than I thought he would. Yeah. I can't wait. I can't it's wait. like halfway through season two. Or? It's the last. Two episodes, if not the last episode yeah. of season yeah, two. I can't wait. Yeah. Last one's gonna really... And Rob Lowe's character. They're oh, Rob Lowe. such great additions to the show. Just, yeah. He's me. I'm, I'm surprised because like, I didn't really like him at first, but again, his character's developed in oh, such yeah. a way where I'm like, you gotta I love get him it. so much. Yeah, he's 
Ann Perkins. <laughs> literally? <laughs> literally? Best idea I've ever heard. <laughs> I love Rob Lowe. So I can't wait. I can't wait to see how it progresses. I'll definitely yeah. keep you guys up to date as I like, yeah. continue. But um, yeah, I'm only watching those two shows right now. It's just Parks and Rec. Those and are good choices. I think Parks and Rec is good because <clears throat> there's not too much of a continuing storyline. Like the big picture kind of stuff yeah. continues. But episode by episode, it's pretty different. Yeah. So it makes it easy for me to just binge watch it. because. Well, I like my little mix <laughs> right now because if I watch a Black Mirror episode and it gets me down, I can just jump right into Parks mm-hmm. and Rec and Parks be and Rec. fine. Mm-hmm. And get perked up because like honestly because <laughs> honestly like playtest like it got me down i was like yeah oh, man, that sucks that was a rough episode <laughs> it is and then now you're saying the next one's gonna be rough like, it's, yeah. it's way worse yeah it is way worse yeah. I, i'm when i watch things like i'm all for the experience and mm-hmm. if it's good and it captures me and i'm easily captured by a piece by the end of it like i'll be either laughing or crying or whatever you know rethinking life like i'm the mm-hmm. kind of guy <laughs> true story and i might have told this to one or maybe all of you freaking Christmas with the Cranks is the only Christmas movie I've actually ever cried. You've never seen that. Shut. It's so dumb. <laughs> oh. I know. You've seen it. It's so stupid, but it's... Well, that's so like much... saying you cried to Ernest Saves Christmas. Okay, no, much. it's not that bad. <laughs> Christmas with the Cranks sucks. No, it's... it's Honestly, it's not a great movie. Harsh but, words from Carlos. But you know, yeah. It's just like watching it, it's like... And like by the end, when it's like... The character who's all negative and pessimistic shows like he has a heart... Uh, just the situation, man. Like that, it was. It got me crying. Like, all right, basically, I'll. Spoiler. <laughs> How old is this movie? That, no one that, cares that about joke. this movie. Was, that was a freaking joke. Okay. So the cranks skip Christmas. Uh, that's the premise of the film, and all their neighbors are super Christmas hyped. So when they find out that the cranks skip Christmas, they get mad and they retaliate towards them, which is which is like the most backwards community ever. Mm-hmm. Like they just start like lashing out on them, like, and then. Um, th- their daughter, the crank's daughter, Blair, she's coming home for Christmas from, you know, Costa Rica or whatnot with her uh, new fiancé, and they decided to not cancel Christmas and stay at home instead of going on this cruise that they bought tickets for. Mm-hmm. I remember so, the trailer for this yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, that's, the, that's the whole point of the film. So they're trying to, like, take back everything they said, you know, try to redo everything and be like, we're going to do Christmas, blah, blah, blah. And, like, they're trying to get all the neighbors to, like, like them again, but also band together as a community and, you know, make this a real nice Christmas for their daughter who's mm-hmm. coming home. So it's like, eh, okay. But anyways, <laughs> all goes You're getting well. really into this movie. Yeah. I've seen it every Christmas. It's like it, a little tradition. It sounds pretty awful, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Dude, I watch that every year in Jingle All the Way, all right? Welcome to my family. But it's fun. I like it. It's a I watch Love Actually every Christmas. There you go. See, that movie's like... I have a tradition. Right. Yeah, see? It's not a great movie, but I have it's, to watch it. It's okay. I mean, but I anyways. have to watch it. So, the community ends up getting together and well, they make a wonderful Christmas party for Blair. <laughs> I thought we were done. Hold on. No. <laughs> no I want to hear why you cried. Yeah, okay. This, I need to know. All right, so after because all... they enjoy the spirit of Christmas. Yeah, she doesn't exactly. show up, does she? So, after all that... No, she's there. That's why... Well, she's there. She oh. makes it on time. Her fiance's great, blah, blah. Dan Eckwood's like one of the neighbors and he's like, you know, he forgives, you know, the cranks for like, you know, being dicks and skipping out on Christmas and whatnot. Because, like, when they did skip out on Christmas, they were being dicks to everybody. Mm-hmm. They didn't buy either a calendar that they buy every year that goes to charity. All the mm-hmm. money goes to charity. They didn't donate. They were being or... pretty cranky. They're... What? Is that the point of their name? Yeah. Hey, right here, man. So... <laughs> <laughs> uh... so, here's the point of uh, where I'm going to get to. <laughs> You got somewhere sp- to be? You gotta, you're spending as much time on this movie as you're in Black Mirror. <laughs> I just, just stop interrupting him. I want to know yeah, why he right, cried. Stop interrupting, okay? It's coming up right now. I'm just waiting to move. So the neighbors, <laughs> they're really old. Like, super old. And they're sad because one of their relatives, you know, isn't going to make it. Like, 
past this Christmas. Like, we're just we're gonna, we're gonna, mm-hmm. gonna die. So, Tim Allen's character, I forget his name. Um, he decides out of the kindness of his heart because like he invites them over to the party, but like they're so old and they're so frail and they don't want to cross the street because it's snowing. Okay. <laughs> so they're gonna have they're gonna have Christmas in their house by themselves, which is so sad because everyone's having a great time at the party. Mm-hmm. So Tim Allen goes across the street, away from the party, knocks on the door, and like he doesn't like the guy, mm-hmm. but he decides to out of the kindness of his heart to give him the tickets to the cruise, so they can go out and have their own you know fun time while they're still here. And, uh, you know, he's like, oh, no, no. Like, <laughs> Luther, that's the name. He's like, no, Luther, I can't take the tickets, blah, blah, blah. He's like, no, no, like, there's a Christmas script from us to you. Like, take them, blah, blah, He's like, and we'll watch the cat. It's okay. And he hates that freaking cat. And then that just got me shedding tears, man. That's like, it? That's it. I swear to God, it's the they dumbest thing. Like, I was expecting the old people to die. So now doesn't, like, die. walk in on, like, a suicide pack. And- <laughs> <laughs> They're doing a Jonestown Kool Aid. I'm just telling you, like that was the only part that got me a little teared up. And it's funny because every year it never fails, <laughs> and everyone knows this in my family. So when that part comes up, they look at me. I'm regretting <laughs> you watching <laughs> this movie, your Black Mirror, now because you had to explain that movie. <laughs> Black Mirror is a great show. <laughs> all right, so that's I just want to know about. why the Wikipedia page says Christmas with the Cranks, 2004 film by Mariah Carey. <laughs> Is that the movie? She's not involved in any way. <laughs> well, you're on Wikipedia. I mean, Sorry. is she the director or something? No. She's not the director, but she didn't do anything about it. Joe Roth is the director. Uh, classic Joe Roth film. <laughs> I was expecting, like, the old people to die, well, or, like, the daughter to not now. show up, we'll and they put all the this cat. work into him. Like, <laughs> we'll watch the cat. It's just, like, throughout the movie, like, Luther and, like, the old guy are, like, okay, we get it. constantly at it. The cat's all, always messing up. It sounds like you're so distressed that the movie, like, turns you into a victim of how terrible it is. <laughs> it's, it is a bad thing. You get, uh, what's that, uh... Thing called like what's that syndrome called when like short and frozen Stockholm. Stockholm syndrome. Oh. <laughs> Man, You're trapped gotta, watching this movie. You just start it's crying. Be a freaking movie like that. You guys like not cry to but, like just like you know it's bad, but like you either laugh at it or I don't know, just like no. it gets you somewhere. I don't know. It, it found a way and it penetrated my heart. Love actually. <laughs> okay. I cried when I watched Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. <laughs> okay, there you go. See, the little cancer girl dies. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, a, is that her character's name, Little Cancer Girl? <laughs> I don't remember her name in the movie. Oh my god. I, I cried. It. it was sad. Once you guys are done talking. Rider in the storm. <laughs> anyway, Cody's calling the yeah, game. Yeah, I called it. You called it? Yeah. A good game. Just to end this first game of the talk. year. <laughs> Awful yeah. talk. Um, well, I <laughs> well, I take a picture. So title. I want to discuss a film um, that Carlos and I just saw uh, last night. Very good film. The uh, best film. 2016's <laughs> La La Land, directed by Damien Chazelle, who also directed Whiplash. This is, is his second separate, feature film debut. Is it a 2016 or is it it's not? It's 2016. It came out like... like I thought it was like limited release 2016, but wide release 2017. No. Oh, okay. No, it's, it's been wide release like for a couple weeks now. Okay. At least a couple weeks. Um, yeah. Dude, that movie is so freaking good. Um, it stars Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone. It is a musical, but... At the same time, it's like it doesn't rely on that genre, though. Yeah, it, it, it just relies on telling a good story in this unique way. And uh, dude, it, I don't know, man. Like, I was just blown away by it. Like, I really, really it's enjoyed amazing. it. It's amazing. Um, it's a realistic take on like because usually musicals are like corny and cheesy, and like they have happy endings, and like they're just full of fluff. Yeah, but so we take movies like Singing in the Rain and all that, yeah, fifties, like, sixties, and you know they have that 
it, it's just a musical from start to finish. You know, I mean, this movie like it, it pays respect to those types of films without you know m- mimicking it completely. It's mm-hmm. more modern take. On, it actually takes place in a more current state, um, but just having that musical vibe to it too, which is it, it was just so good. Like it's about um, Ryan Gosling's character, who is a jazz pianist, um, who tries to open up his own club, his own jazz club. But he also meets Emma Stone's character, who is an aspiring actress who works at a coffee shop on the Warner Brothers lot, who just has like a slew of bad luck, like with auditions, trying to get into anything. And they meet each other, they fall in love, and you know it takes off from there. But um, I mean, just Damien Chazelle as a director, though. Like, so freaking good as far as, like, telling a story. Like, from front to end, like, I didn't feel like there was really anything that didn't need to be said or needed more of. It was just consistently, you know, keeping my interest. Um, and by the end of it, dude, Carlson and I looked at each other like, damn, dude. Did you cry? That's so good. No, almost. I almost <laughs> cried, too. Yeah. I, I was so close. I was like, if anything else sad happens, I'm going to start crying. And it's cool, because you get to hear Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone like, really kind of sing and like, you know, portray their like, dance moves. And they're actually really good. Like, they're mm-hmm. really, really good. I wouldn't expect Ryan Gosling, of all people, to sing, mm-hmm. especially seeing Drive, where he says like three words. Yeah. yeah. yeah like, he has a he whole bunch of dialogue. Singing. Mm-hmm. It's cool. And I'm actually curious. Like, I wonder like, how, if he knew piano or had to learn piano, because he does a bunch of numbers, and it's really good. J.K. Simmons has a pretty good role in it, too, which is funny. Yo, I'm an M. For those who don't know. Um, yeah, that's worth mainly what he's known from. But I know I know Cody, specifically, you said you probably really didn't have a high desire or interest to see it. But No. I mean, have you seen Whiplash? No. Dude, you got to see that. <laughs> I want to see that. You've got to see... You haven't seen Whiplash? That's so good. I'm, I just don't really buy into, like, the super, like, artsy, like... It's not artsy, though. It's just, like, no, like, it's not even like that. It's just, like, telling a good story. And, like... A lot of what, like, Hollywood, like, obviously has been, like, argued and is lacking the whole originality, but it's really mm-hmm. not, especially when you see movies like this, like, it's yeah. a good breath of fresh air. Yeah. The whole theme of the film, too, I, I don't know if this is a theme, but it stood out to me, is, like, Ryan Gosling's character, he talks about how, like, jazz is dying, and, like, he, his passion for it is so great, and he just talks about, like, how the world's just saying, yeah, jazz needs to die, and they're letting it die, mm-hmm. they're not paying attention anymore. Um, it's kind of like this film is one of those types of films like you don't really see that too often and it's like it's, it's appreciated every now and again when you do see mm-hmm. it it's like there should be more and more of you know <coughs> films like this that's cool yeah so that's good though good story great acting great directing cinematography is beautiful god man color composition oh my god yeah dude the freaking score like all the music mm-hmm. like the musicals like I would hope it has good music in a musical. I was going to say, because like, <laughs> musicals, like, every now and again have that one song I'm not a fan of. I'm just like, all right, come on. Mm-hmm. I mean, this one, to me, at least, it didn't really have any, like, dull moments. I didn't really get yeah. tired of ear too much. Um, this definitely would have been one of my favorite movies of last year if I did see it uh, before the award talk, but it still would have been Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. But it's definitely, for sure, number two. Like, yeah. One of my favorites so far, and I can't wait to see it again. That's cool. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you guys got to see because I know you've been wanting to see it for a bit. So a while, it's, and it, you know, like I said, it did remind me of seeing in the rain, which did star Debbie Reynolds, who unfortunately passed away. Oh, um, I was gonna wait till like the outro to. Oh, freaking! We can do that now. Yeah, yeah. this will be the outro, just <clears throat> talking about how they passed like mm-hmm. days apart from each other. And, the next day. Yeah. No, it was like two days after I thought. No, the next day. The, oh, next, was the day. next day. Yeah. Next day. Yeah. So Carrie Fisher. And her mother passed away, like, the week of Christmas, pretty much. Yep. So, yep. Last couple of days of 2016, yeah, Carrie Fisher passed away. And then uh, the other next morning, Debbie Reynolds passed yeah. away. Because uh, that massive heart attack, Carrie Fisher out on the airplane, just couldn't recover. It sucked, because, like, I remember hearing about that, and like, whoa, that sucks. And then, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. and then I heard uh, she was getting better. Yeah. No. 
They said she was stable. Mm-hmm. No one ever said she was better. Mm-hmm. They said she was stable, yeah. which doesn't. I think mean everyone she's, just took that as yeah, as she's better. fine. But it doesn't mean she's getting better. It just means she's not getting worse. Yeah. And yeah. so that's what because she was without oxygen for ten minutes, I think. Mm-hmm. So that alone is going to cause some brain damage. Yeah. And on top of the massive heart attack, so yeah, yeah. yeah, so it's it's just like a really tragic thing. Like it's not good, <laughs> and I'm just I'm upset about it because they they filmed episode eight. Yeah, all, I mean, she finished all, all her principal photography. Yeah, so it's, but she, they had plans for her being episode nine, obviously too. But but no one knows how big of a role, so it's going to be well. It's up rough. to them now how they yeah. handle it. Yeah, and one thing I don't want to see too is like CGI. CGI. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but if she has a big role on episode eight, I mean, well, if she has a big role in episode eight, that's fine. I mean, she already did everything. Yeah, but she it's did. gonna it means like she she can't just uh, go away for episode nine. Yeah, that's no. what I'm saying. Well, obviously, obviously I return back to her home planet. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, obviously, like, either cut some footage from episode eight of yeah. her, or yeah, they leave it in. I'm sure it out. they're gonna cut some scenes and then delete scenes. Yeah, it's gonna, gonna, gonna be, be like, yeah. <clears throat> and I know the entire movie is gonna be dedicated to her because yeah, and her mother. Mm-hmm. It's just. It's insane. Yeah. It's I, I just feel terrible because she has a daughter. She has a brother. She has a dog. Yeah. Who, like, yeah. was her emotional, like, It was her therapy mm-hmm. dog. Yeah, therapy dog. And, mm-hmm. like, she'd always be taking pictures of it and, like, talking mm-hmm. about it. Because that's the only reason, like, she was able to go to, like, um, interviews and stuff like that. Because yeah. I think, didn't she have some, like, anxiety? Or... She had a, a couple. Yeah. Not like, a couple, men- but she, she had, had some mental she, health yeah. issues. Bipolar disorder is what mm-hmm. they said, Yeah, too, and, like, had... her dog was, was the reason... She was able to get back into acting and things like that, yeah. and so she's mm-hmm. leaving that behind as well. And I can't, I can't imagine how upset the dog is. I don't know. Yeah. That's probably a dumb thing to say, but no, dogs have feelings. Yeah, dogs have feelings, and well, yeah, I mean, and it's, like, it's part of her family. I mean, both, you know, both those women, Debbie Reynolds and Carrie Fisher, mm-hmm. I mean, like, were incredibly strong women. Obviously, it passes down mm-hmm. to one another. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I read somewhere to her daughter. Of course, how tragic the news and devastating it was. Um, she wasn't. I mean, she was taking it. She's, she's composing herself very well. Yeah, like, exactly. With, That's a good way to say it. Which is hard. <laughs> which is very difficult to yeah. do, to lose a grandmother and a mother. I know when yeah. Carrie first passed, Mark Hamill tweeted, like, he said, I'm, like, devastated. No. Hashtag no words. You could tell he was yeah. upset, like, just by reading his, you know, I thought Facebook. that was kind of weird that he used a hashtag for that tweet. Yeah, like, whatever. Yeah. Social media, which yeah. was 1790. Well, yeah. like, the first thing that doesn't come to your mind is in, like, hashtag, it's like, oh my god, like... Well, yeah, you said devastated. Yeah. I mean, he had, <laughs> a, lot of, no words. He had a lot of good things to say. Yeah. I, I and mean, um, Peter Mayhew, Peter uh, Mayhew, Chewbacca, yeah. he posted on Reddit, the Star Wars subreddit, mm-hmm. pretty much saying, like, it's okay to grieve. Like, everyone's upset. Like, if you see us at convention, like, if you want to just give our condolences or just talk to us about her, like, please do. Like, we're all a family, the Star Wars family. Like, we're all there for you, and we all are going through the same thing right now. I, I got a text from my buddy. Uh, he just said risk, like R.I.P. Carrie Fisher, and I was like, "What?" And I saw everything like on social media. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dude, it, 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 like I was very surprised that like it hit me the way it did. Mm-hmm. Um, I hadn't felt like that way since like Robin Williams passed, um, which was a big, big loss to like the whole mm-hmm. world too. And but, I feel like Robin. I don't know. Robin Williams was kind of more tragic too because it was very tragic. Yeah, I mean, any death is tragic. You know, yeah. like someone that you've you, know, you can't really rate them. I'm just saying. With, Robin you know, Williams was more unexpected. Exactly. Like, yeah. Well, and just the way out of yeah, yeah out of yeah. that whole way was unexpected. Like was very, you very would scary. never know. I found out at work my friend Avery was like, "Dude, did you hear about Carrie Fisher?" And I was like, "Yeah, the heart attack." He's like. No, (laughs) it's worse than I checked Reddit and there's like so many different posts about it. And then the day or two after, um, I was just going on Reddit again, like when I first woke up and it's like Debbie Reynolds and I was like, 
Oh man, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is bad. And Debbie Reynolds too, man. Like she, yeah. she was in Halloween Town. Mm-hmm. Aggie Cromwell. Mm-hmm. No. It's just, it's just sad, and like it's just <clears throat> true. Like you know, you can mm-hmm. die of a broken heart. Like, mm-hmm. and it's uh, not that uncommon with family members. Yeah. Well, no, but <laughs> it's very like correlated. It's just, it's yeah. just sad to like you know see it actually yeah. happen to, to you know these people yeah. you know that mm-hmm. mean They're a very lot to many close. Yeah, very close. I mean that just shows the love that they have for each other, mm-hmm. um, and it's just sad that. You know, it had to happen the way it happened. But, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, depending on what your beliefs are, at least they're together now. Mm-hmm. Um, and the family's doing somewhat okay right mm-hmm. now. But, yeah. I mean, it's just nice to see all the support flowing in from literally everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yep. From everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I so, guess we'll end with that. Just uh, rest in peace, <sighs> Carrie Fisher, Debra Reynolds, and everyone that passed in 2016. It was oh, a pretty man. rough year. Yeah. So, just, Ridiculous, man. Yeah, just, I'm just happy it's... Um, I don't like to use like uh, the years as chapter markers. Like, okay, now it's gonna get better, but like, because I mean, time is time, days mm-hmm. are days. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's just nice to kind of. It feels I think like it we're gonna start from here. Yeah, yeah. All right. So don't want to get too depressing at the end. So mm-hmm. too late. Thanks for listening. Sorry about this. Yeah, watch some Parks and Rec episode now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everyone, go watch some Parks and Rec. Watch some from Ron Swanson. Uh, next week, I'll, I'll watch the next two episodes of Black Mirror. Talk about that. Yeah. Um. I don't know who we're gonna have on next week. We really figure we'll figure it out. out. But you know, thanks for listening. Give As us a rate. Always. Tell your friends. Follow us on Twitter. Tell your mailman. <laughs> hug your dog for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hug your dog <laughs> twice. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you next week. Uh, oh, bye, Carlos. Later. <laughs> Remember to like, comment, subscribe. <laughs> yep. If you like this podcast, I didn't want to do that with this ending. No, <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to end on a more composed, somber. We note. are in a composed note. It's fine. It's fine. We're good. Bye. Bye from all of us. Happy New Year. From our family to yours. Welcome to 2017. (laughs) 2017, yo. Year of chess. The year of chess. Okay, stop.